he's referred to as the man in the back of the room and introduced as the voice of God. He's told U.S. presidents where to sit, given Tony and Grammy award-winning celebrities direction, and lectured scads of students. But as he likes to point out, the event entertainment expert you don't know, you don't know, Anthony Bellata. And Bellatified. Hi, friends. Welcome to another episode of Bolotified, the one and only podcast about event, entertainment, and engagement, all things. I'm Anthony Bellotta, and I'm here as I am every week with the one and only Alex Eposelizzi. Alex, how are you? Mm, I'm okay. Happy Monday. How are you? I'm well. It's, it is Monday. It's um, We did take a little bit of this weekend just to you know, get out of the house and not sit with homework and work um, for a couple of hours. And that was really nice. And needed. Uh, and then got enough done that I didn't feel like, oh, it's one day, uh, which is a good thing. But uh, it's been, yeah, it's been a good day. It's beautiful out. And uh, better than this weekend, it literally affected me all the gray this weekend. Yeah, well, you my, know, just my energy completely depleted. I canceled my plans and just kind of was a hermit most of the weekend. Oh, see, I think sometimes that can be refreshing that 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 May Gray that we have. Um, like there was a little bit of a, a, a breeze in the air during that. We had some rain. Did you? I didn't more. I, I am. But I think on Friday night it rained. Yeah, it was. A, I mean, I didn't hear it. I have the rain going on my calm app. Uh, that puts me so if it rains, the rare occasion that it does. But yeah, it did rain. Um, I'm sorry that that you kind of bummed you out. I put you in a melancholy mood. Yeah, just a lot of weird energy, and um, you know, we can dive into all the woo-woo reasons for that, which we won't. But uh, it added to it. So I was supposed to go dancing Saturday night, and I just went. Nope, staying in my comfy dumpies, curling up on the couch, watching sappy rom-coms. Oh, I it was just okay. Hope, okay, no, it's That's absolutely okay. fine. Absolutely, one promise though. What? That you make up that dance and date, and you go soon. Like you make it a priority now that you missed it. The next time they all go, I'll go. Okay, promise you know, yourself that. Yeah, it's my Reiki peeps. I'll see them. I think this weekend. I love that they go dancing. Oh yeah, yeah. It's no, yeah. it's great. It's it, great no, it is great. A- it's it's at up at Coyote, up in Carlsbad. Um, which is a very interesting place, I have to oh, say. Oh, so you're talking about like line dancing? And, no, no, no. Yeah. It's just, no, it's all kinds of bands. It's not country necessarily. Okay. It's all kinds of bands. I've only been up there with them once. Um, you know, and everybody just, you know, the, the, the average mean age is 75. Um, Sugar. <laughs> I don't know what to say to that. Well, and then there's there's some of my friends in the group that are closer to my age or my age, I should right. say, age-ish. So, so 75 is not quite a generation away from us. Not quite, no. Not, not, not quite. It's like just enough to not it relate to. It could it be. It could be. In certain, in certain, <laughs> certain your jurisdictions, it still is. Yes. But, but uh, not, uh, not yet. Yeah. 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 And we'll but become even groups. more so. Hmm? What? And we'll become even more so. Yeah. This is true. So, enough about that. That's yeah. not what we're here to talk about. New, new, There's new. A lot of talk going on about that. Oy. Although, can I say one thing? And it's yeah. not, not getting political at all. Um, I have to say how proud I am of my, my child because, you know, she, doesn't like a situate the situation that's happening and she went on instagram and she uh organized a protest it got over 2000 shares um and there was over 100 people there and she speechified and led wow, them and her. i know i know so she did that all on her own and so wow. through that she met somebody who has some clout and they're going to plan one together. 
Wow, that's very encouraging and interesting. And it makes me wonder what she'll do with her life. She's very outspoken and very, very articulate. You know, she could, she could affect change if she put mm -hmm. her mind to it. I can see her as a congresswoman or a senator. Well, maybe, yeah, once she, once she gets successful with her singing career, then, you know, maybe she'll move into that. Hey, it's one, right, exactly. Okay. It's, it's going to be a long time. If Ronald Reagan can do it, any actor can. That's true. Ronald <laughs> Reagan, Arnold Schwarzenegger did it too. This is true. This is true. This is true. So, um, and, you know, Trump was an actor too. <laughs> wait, wait, what? He was a television actor. Oh, this is true. This is true. A reality star. So anyway, we won't get into that because no. this is not a political show. No, no. But it has been an interesting couple of months coming back, isn't it? Mm -hmm. It's crazy. And uh, it's, you know, this idea of new normal, this, this feeling of new normal is so gosh darn visceral it's like I, I just uh, it's in my skin you know it's like it's everywhere it's like everywhere you turn you have to expect that it's not going to be the way it was and when it is the way it was you take a big sigh of relief you just oh thank goodness something is exactly the way I remembered it to be and there's no crazy hiccups or new crazy fandangled clauses or people wanting some ridiculous something you know Oh, I'm just, it's, it's, it's unreal. How do you feel? Am I alone in this? No, no. It's, it's very nice when something just goes, oh yeah, that's how it is to run an event, plan an event, be on site for an event, do the contracts, do the proposal. Oh, it's just A to Z. Okay. Yeah. You know, I like it when those happen and they yeah. happen more often than not, at least from where I sit and, you know, with who my clients are, but. Uh, yes, I think that's probably true because your clients, especially one of your clients has been consistent. Mm -hmm. So there, there's not really been any change there because it's, they haven't noticed. They're sort of a, a special group, mm -hmm. you know, they don't you have to deal with what Anyway, I don't know. I don't. I don't know why I'm, I'm being so secretive, but I feel like I have to be secretive. But I'm being secretive, so I can't tell you who it is. I'm sorry, but I probably could. But I don't know. I just feel like I shouldn't. Anyway, it's all good. It's legal. Very it's legal. All legal. Yes. It's all legal. Yes. We're good people. We just have a lot of protocols that we have to follow. Right. That should say it all. Mm -hmm. um, so, but I'm glad to hear that you're you're fo you're following the same protocols that you've been following and well let's <laughs> that has always been a difficult process and i believe mm -hmm. we're coming on on that process again because it's it's annual but that's in itself a difficult process um and has always been so thank god that's not become more difficult mm -mm. yet no so yeah well you know and there was a big change over there so I'm hoping when that process comes up, this sounds so cryptic, when that process comes up again, I'm hoping the change um, doesn't affect the legalities, but I don't think it will. Because quite honestly, if anything, I feel like we've gotten, between us and them, we've gotten very streamlined. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. We're gonna change everything now though, that I'm gonna have a master's degree. Everything's changing. I mean, we could update our systems a bit, and that's all I really want to try to do if we can. But enough about that. We can talk about that later. It's supposed to make it easier, not harder. Um, that's the intention. Well, that's, you know, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Having said that, if we can streamline and make things more efficient, then that's always a good thing. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Sometimes there's a little aching of a, of a learning curve, though, you know. And I have to get back to Miss Siri because I want to talk to her. She was delightful to work with. Everyone I'm talking about, Siri Elena, she has been uh, representing Balada as a, an on-site spotter for a very, very long time. And uh, she 
happened upon the Home Start Committee, I assume through Alex and D'Angelo's mm -hmm. participation, when D'Angelo was the chair of the event, our, our gala event for Home Start. And she remained a, a committed volunteer. And this year she remained on the committee and showed such artistic versatility and calm and uh, logic and uh, just so easy to work with that uh, it was just a pleasure. And I got to see a side of her that quite frankly, I really didn't know uh, as well as I got to see it this time. So first of all, A, she's coming in at some point. I, I said I wanted to talk to her and I saw an email from her. So if you do happen to speak with her before I do, I did get an email, I just need to respond. Um, and B, that is, if anybody's listening and you're looking for a job, okay, if right now it's a great job market, but that'll change. And it just shows you the value of volunteering your time and that there is only to be gained from volunteering and nothing to be lost. You gain in so many ways, not only because you're helping an organization, uh, and if it's an organization that it turns out to be a crazy, crazy experience trying to help them, well, then you've helped somebody who needed your help and there's value in that, right? Mm -hmm. And then there's the possibility that you'll impress someone or meet someone new who might have an opportunity for you that you weren't even looking for. You're just doing what it is that you do best and, and doing, by the way, what people in the industry might take for granted, uh, that your bosses might take for granted, uh, because they're so used to it. And they expect it from you, but other people may see it in a different light or need you to fill a gap somewhere. So it's always a good idea to volunteer your time. Not that you go in for that reason. It just, you know, it you just, just never keeps, know. you never know. And by the way, you might fall in love too. <laughs> that could happen too. It's just a great way to spend your time. And I, I have, I mentioned that now because it's, it's, it has benefited at least the people in our circle more than not. And I've seen it really grow people's careers, whether they've interned for us uh, and worked for basically $10 an hour at the time, now 15, but, or they, um, they didn't intern for us and they were, uh, volunteering their time at events. And I see those people come up and now have jobs, good jobs, because they also learned other things. And the thing about the event world is whether you're in catering or you're in decor or you are on the entertainment side or it doesn't hurt. In fact, it helps to know about all the other facets what it takes for them to do what they do, how it is they do what they do, how important what they do is to them. It's important to have that familiarity so that you can understand when you're selling anything to a client, what, what's going on, right? If you don't understand that, if we didn't understand what we understood about catering and what it takes to get a meal out and uh, certain logistics, then, we can't really do our job so well. All of that knowledge benefits us. So the point being, whether you're in production or you're in catering, learn as much as you can about the other because it all helps to round out your career. Um, anyway, that's my lesson for today, free, free of charge. <laughs> So end up the lesson. For anybody who's listening, who cares? Who cares? <laughs> I haven't said that in a while. Lots of people care. Well, I hope so. We had some interesting experiences, experiences yeah. lately. Um, we did the Cater Source TSC luncheon. We did the leadership luncheon on Thursday, May 5th in Anaheim at a beautiful little venue called the Colony House on North Anaheim Boulevard. Check it out. It's a spectacular wedding venue for, I would say 150 
200 tops, um, maybe squeeze a few more, but you know, you want to have some space. Mm -hmm. um, but it's a beautiful, rustic, modern feel to it. There's uh, some beautiful areas where the bride and groom can get ready or have a private little whatever out of sight. And it's just lovely. It's on North Anaheim Boulevard. So it's in the middle of Anaheim. And it's um, you wouldn't know it when you drove by because the outside of the building is kind of, it's not, it's sort of a two-story gray, nondescript, as you can see, building with some hedges around it. So it doesn't look like it's an, a venue space. But once you pull in and you go in, first of all, it's lovely inside. And once you pull in, you're, you're facing a rather large parking lot that can actually host a small carnival. Wow. So, right, so the right. parking lot is bigger than the actual. Yes. Yeah, the parking lot is bigger than the building. And the parking lot sits behind the building. So it's great if you're if you want to do an, uh, you know, an outdoor something and then move it indoors, you've got some, some flexibility there. And it's catered by 24 Carats uh, and they're out of Orange County. And the food was delicious. They did a lovely, lovely job with the menu, uh, the creative way that Carissa, Carissa Rose, who was our liaison with 24 Carats, put the menu together for us. Uh, so that it blended with our theme of leadership and emotional intelligence. And uh, she did a phenomenal job. And uh, we also worked with a great gal named Margaret Brower, who owns a company called Rainmaker Marketing and Sales. And actually, I, I want to speak to Margaret myself about creating um, a better database. And also she does a lot of work for caterers. So I think there might be a way to connect with some of her database and get them in, you know, market to them. Um, but she is out of, shoot, I should know this, Boston area, Massachusetts, I'm pretty sure. Lo oh, lovely. She got our programs designed we did a vinyl on the back wall which had uh 12 window panes in it so uh we took three of those window panes and we made a vinyl that we uh a word cloud vinyl with leadership and our ei logo that she created for the event and all these leadership terms that were on the back of you know that faced the audience so we had that uh and uh, we also had, uh, we love Heidi Brombach. She's yeah. been on yeah. this show. Uh, she's from Tech Niche. Uh, and we had her on the show last year when we were in TSC in, in Miami. Mm -hmm. And her husband, Jim. And since then, we've um, started working with them. We do one show a year with them right now. And we'll do that show again. Any, in any case, she was on the committee as well. And she offered Jim, lovely. Jim is great. He, he is really is so great. And he uh, helped call the show, the luncheon, and uh, was just such a tremendous help. Technique out of Orlando, uh, and of course we had MPG there and David Epolito because you know it's without David or without Toby, it just doesn't happen. Um, and he was just yeah. tremendous with you know all of the visuals that we had, the slides, the audio visual. Um, and then it, as it turns out, our speaker, Mike Lee, wanted to have it recorded. So David uh, threw that in as well. And Mike was able to walk away with a recording that I just watched again. We're going to have Mike on the show. Uh, so I wanted to watch it again. I asked him to send it to me again uh, so that um, I could give him my thoughts on that because that day went so quickly. Would you say? Can I could, watch it? Absolutely. I'll send it to you. Yeah. I'll send it to you. Uh, thank you for reminding me. I'd love to do that. It's a great idea. He's going to be with us on our next show, I believe. Mm -hmm. uh, so also, I want to do a shout out to, uh, to Greg Taylor. Greg uh, owns the Black Fox Company. And he is a beautiful florist out of Chicago who also made it happen 
uh, he busted his butt to get product to do centerpieces and pulled it out really at the last minute. And um, all I had to do is get him the buckets. And I forgot to take the buckets home. As I was buying those buckets at Lowe's, I was thinking, I really want to take these buckets home. And he even said to me at the end of the, the day, here's your buckets. And then I left them. Anyway, $30 of buckets down the train. Oh, gosh. Uh, well, <laughs> anyway, so that's my gift to the venue. Colony House, use them. Enjoy. Yeah, please. On me. Uh, well, I, he, I'm just curious, what were the arrangements? What flowers? Do you know? He had... Uh, I think he did um, a lily and I think there were lilies, like stargazers, but not stargazers, but that family. Mm -hmm. And then I'll have to look, I do have a picture. I could send that to you too, because I quite honestly don't remember. I should, you know, my mind, as long as somebody was taken care of and they matched and they worked, that was like good. And you had a little bit on your plate. You know, it's not that those details aren't important, but when you trust that everything's being done, you don't have to send your attention and focus there when you have a bazillion other things to attend and to. And somebody's giving it to you mm -hmm. free and they're, uh, you know, they're donating. That's so awesome. That's something that you always have to take into consideration. And being um, able to source stuff right now, we all know is, is no easy task. God, no, it isn't. And, you know, I don't want to sound like uh, I should have my car taken away from me um, because I did take pictures of the tulips when I was in Chicago because, oh my gosh, they were in bloom. Uh, on you know, that's Anatomy. my favorite flower. Oh, I took a picture of my buckets. Are they really? <laughs> yeah, tulips. Buckets, no. Tulips, yes. Tulips are my favorite flower. Um. Here we go. Nope, I don't know what I do with it. I can't seem to find the picture. Nope, I took table pictures, but they came later, so I don't have pictures of that. That's just how I am. <laughs> oh, wait, I do. Oh, there's some baby's breath in there. I will say that. And there's a that lot of greenery. That makes me think of prom night. There's a lot of greenery. And the flowers are, they're not mums. I can't really tell what they are. I'll send you a picture. Yeah. I won't, uh, I won't try to, you know, share this on because I'm, I'm doing a shitty job. Excuse me. <laughs> yeah, I don't know my flowers as well as I know my tap steps. Let's put it that way. <laughs> Shuffle ball change right out of here. <laughs> That's right. About a beret. So, um, so we had Mike Lee and he spoke on mind. Uh, he's, he's with the mind shift labs with mind shift labs, mind shift labs. And uh, he spoke about leadership and the four tenets of emotional intelligence. That's, you know, self-awareness, self-management, uh, relationship awareness, and then relationship, social management. Um and then he spoke about, um, you know, acquiring a mindful attitude and a practice of mindfulness, which is to meditate. And he talked us through a meditation and uh, he had some great messages, uh, but the timing was really put off because we had awards that we also had to give out and given two hours to do everything, including get them there. And so, well, they got there at 1145, we had till 145, but, you know, we had to get them all there. So it was like 1215 before they were all seated. So it's really like an hour and a half. And um, I wanted them to have time to talk with their tables, because I think that's important, they're leaders. And I wanted to give them a program, but I had to fit in four awards. And one of our friends won an award, and that's the... Um, the, the live event coalition. Oh. They won, Nancy Schaefer won uh, the Steve Kemble Leadership Award, which is terrific. Uh, we want her to win that award and we want people to recognize that's mm -hmm. a really important organization that helps to advocate for us mm -hmm. and needs our support. Um, 
And uh, Lenny Tellerico from Las Vegas, who's a, an incredible designer, been around for as long as I have, and is a remarkable guy, won uh, the Lifetime uh, Gala Award, the Achievement Award. And there were two other awards as well, and they're all important, but goodness, that took 30, over 30 minutes. And, you know, I was hoping that people could be brief and uh, at least the presenters, you know, because, um, you know, you got to give the award winners some leeway, but the presenters could be brief and they weren't. So it took up a lot of time and people ended up leaving before the program was over. And it, it a little chat my butt a bit because there's a lot of work that goes into that. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't their fault. It was the scheduling um, and it's just not appropriate for that event to be a two-hour event if those awards are going to eat up 30 minutes of it. That's my point of view. Right. And if it's not a hard stop, a hard start time. If the, you know, it's like, got to have your butts in the seat by 11.45, we start at 11.45. And if that's, you know, if there's time, which is important for networking and talking, well, here's something else that I'm thinking about now that I quite, I frankly, I quite frankly forgot about this. Uh, I'd spoken to the liaison with the show about this because I wanted to make sure that people didn't leave for the program. And two things were said to me. One was put the awards last. And the other thing was well, there's nothing that they have, there's nothing going on. So there's no, there's no hard stop. Well, I didn't put them last because I thought that would be least, least respectful to the award recipients. Um, Cause you know, you're nervous. You want to get that over with. And also you you're at a luncheon that's recognizing you you should be sitting in recognition for some of that luncheon. Yeah, you don't want to be an afterthought. No, you don't want it. It can't be at the end because mm -hmm. then it's like, okay, it's over and we're recognized and now everybody's leaving. So I can't really sit in this honor. Not that I'm being honored, but that's, you know, you put yourself right. in the mind of somebody who is. So I just felt it was more respectful to do it before. And then I asked and was really clear about time limits, but there was a lack of respect for that. And, uh, I and no think... playoff music, so, you know. <laughs> no playoff music, I'll kill you. Um, yeah, it's just, it's very hard because when you, you invest in a program and it just felt, it feels bad when you're, you know how that feels. You've had plenty of people leave your performances. <laughs> oh, I'm kidding. Oh, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But I said, you know how that is. I was like, well, does she really know how that is? Um, but that's like uh, I'm gonna say never. Okay. For you. It's traumatic. It's very hard when people start walking out. See, I've been doing this shtick a long time, and these audiences never for in the beginning, they didn't even care you're on stage, you know, they were like, who cares? Who cares? That's where I got it from. In any case, I, I have to say, I'm hoping the show will change that timing mm -hmm. for next year in Orlando. That's where it's going. Um, I am seeing there wasn't a, there weren't a lot of people at the show. I never made it into the trade show because I had set up the two days uh, that we had. Uh, I do want to do a couple more shout outs. One to Atomic Design. We work with them, uh, not exclusively, I would say, but we work with them a lot. A lot. And Rachel, Rachel Finn there is just awesome. And uh, says Rob, uh, and we we use them. They they came to our aid and donated a new sort of wood veneer uh, column and wall structure that was beautiful it really is gorgeous and so we had the advantage of using that and we met a new dj uh Ooh. that we need to start working with and i need to tell you about uh mm -hmm. dj mainstream macy uh and uh there were a lot of good things that came of this i know i know I, oh bbj uh tavala because now they're bbj it's not just bbj it's BBJ Tavala, 
linens did our linens for us and they were so gracious to us as well uh because you know you're just basically trying to do as much as you can on as little money as you can and you have a budget from the show to make it happen so that's how you're making it work so everybody brings to the table what it is they can when you, you know on your behalf quite honestly so we want to definitely be thankful uh and that was that now uh there was a party at what's it called and i thought it was actually in disney's downtown because somebody told me it was but it isn't hard rock cafe mm -hmm. yeah so i went to uh no not the hard rock what's the other one House of Blues. Yeah, there's a House of Blues that's in uh, the Grove, I think it is. It's that little shopping area right near Disney. Mm -hmm. The Grove, I think. Mm -hmm. And uh, I went, somebody said, oh, somebody just happened to say, oh, it's in downtown Disney. So I thought, oh, I'll walk because, you know, I don't want to deal with parking. And so I walked to downtown Disney. And it wasn't there. It was somewhere else. But I did walk into downtown Disney for about a half hour because it was May the 4th. That had to it, be fun. Oh, my God. It was crazy. <laughs> I didn't go in anywhere. I was like, I'll just do a loop and then I'm out. I called D'Angelo and asked if he wanted anything before I left because I just happened to find myself in, you know, of all places. But it was packed. They do quite a business. Mm -hmm. It's fun down there. I like downtown Disney. We, uh, when we were coming home from SSIH in January, the uh, three of us stopped and hung out in downtown Disney for a couple of hours. And oh, nice. Yeah, Miss Jan snuck and bought us presents, and oh. so it was very, it was very sweet. And you know, got my girls some stuff. And I, I, I anything about Disney. Yeah, I do. I do like Disney. I just don't like the lines. And I don't like when uh, when we went in, in January, um, we went to Epcot and there were just not enough food uh, concessions open for the amount of people that were in the park. And I like I was over it because like we just kept walking and every time we got to a certain area, thinking we might be able to eat the, you know, a huge line to order anything. And it just became so hard. So, you know, that's important. That quality, that, ex that quality of experience is important. Mm -hmm. Especially when you're paying that much to be somewhere. Yeah. I right? think it went up. Yes. Too, since we bought those yeah. tickets. Yeah. But I think, um, you know, in, in Orlando, Disney World is great. And I would go back there in a heartbeat. But I don't know that I have to go to some of the other ones. Now, if you go to, if you go to uh, Hollywood Studios, you might get some of the rides. And Epcot, you might get some of the rides that you don't get um, at Disney that we have here at California Adventure, like Soarin'. You know, those rides... Credit coaster that you begged me to go on, and even though I was telling you I was terrified. And, and it's no, it's because of the way the ride is built. I'll never forget the picture of D'Angelo screaming, poor Amanda looking like she was about to pass oh out. And God. I'm like, hmm, this is fun, but it didn't scare me, even the loop de loop. I'm like, I'm this so glad. Scary. Yay. It's now my favorite, one of my favorite yeah. rides. So wait, was that your first time? When was that your second time? That was your second time on the ride when Amanda, when Amanda's face was purple at the end of it? Yes. But even the first time around, I was like, with the but cameras, that, like I'm just, my hair was just, it was kind of a good, cool picture because my hair was blown in the wind and I and just looked calm and cool as a cucumber and go, I literally, I have to be honest, I almost cried. When I was sitting in that seat, I was so terrified of that ride, but because you're harnessed in from the top and you feel so secure and it goes so incredibly fast. Yeah. There's no time for the, the stomach dipping and the loop is really quick and it's fun. 
Yeah, I love it too. So now I love it. Your heart sort of jumps out of your chest right at the very top because you go, it catapults you. Yeah. Yeah. So we have tickets for SeaWorld too, and they have some new roller coasters. And so we have to, we have to use those. I, I, I hope that they still take them. That would be very annoying if they didn't. And also, um, you know, kind of wanted to wait because now we have a little baby on board and it's not really appropriate for mommy. Although maybe it would be good for mommy and daddy to get away and leave her with grandma, leave him with grandma. Hmm. We have to, or- yeah, I'm, I'm going to give information that I probably, you know, with the whole um, formula shortage too, though, to make sure that right all those, of that and those bottles are filled. Yeah. yeah. Squeeze it out. So. <laughs> we have this this interesting happen we we had the opportunity to work with colby colet again so jealous just gonna say that because i love her all to love there's so much oh talented so talented she really is talented and she's so uh so warm and engaging and for this particular client uh they didn't just want a concert uh they wanted to hear about the music and about the the artist and about their career and honestly she couldn't have given them more she was so authentic and real and told stories about uh the one that sticks with me is auditioning for american idol and doing she hadn't finished writing bubbly but she started it and she did like a probably 32 bars whatever it was and simon cowell said next he, they weren't interested in her and uh i forgot what actually led to her career but that stuck out to me uh she was just so willing to offer that up and the audience was enamored really. And you know, she sounds so good. And we booked her as a duo this time. So we've used her as a, that's right. We used her as a, um, an artist for an event 2019 in April, and she brought her full band. And uh, this time we just had her come as a duo. She got her, she put bubbly on MySpace. That's how it happened. And that's how she became popular on MySpace. Isn't that something? Wait, what year was that? Well, it was like early 2000s, 2005, 2006. Well, it have to be with, yeah. you know, MySpace. Yeah, yeah. So, um, I mean, in, in a way, it's, first of all, it's surreal that it's not that long ago. Mm-hmm. But it's surreal that it's that long ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Like, I don't know what to think about it. It's not that long ago, but it's mm-hmm. a long time ago. But it's it almost is. 20 it years ago. It's like a generation ago already. Boy. Well, and, you know, also like the technological advances between then and now, you know, it's right. just, and I think that seems to be propelling time. It, it seems to it be is. making it go when that much happens in a short amount of time. You think, how could it possibly only be? Because we think about, you know, think 1900 to 2000. We had a lot of advancements, but on a much slower, at a much slower rate. And then between 2000 and now, right, boom, 22 boom, boom, years boom, later, right. it's, and it's incredible. It's just, just getting faster. Yes. And there's a breaking point at which the technology will outmaneuver and outpace the human and that's where there's going to be another revolution of sorts yeah. and people are going to feel left behind, but that is coming folks. It is coming. The other day I drove by uh, in our little neighborhood, there are restaurants everywhere and they're, they have outdoor space. So when you drive by, you can see the host or hostess in many cases standing in front of their their stand and in this one restaurant i happened to peer over and the hostess was slumped behind the stand there's nobody at the stand but she was sitting behind the stand sort of 
very slumped over on her cell phone. And oh my God, I must be a capitalist. Cause all I thought to myself was she's like, that's why these jobs are going to go away because they're, they're not valuable. Like she's not showing any value whatsoever to the establishment by doing that, even though there's nobody there. Now, if that's their fault because they allow it, right. Or they're not keeping her busy or, you know, that whatever. But if I was right now, my mother is rolling. Because she would coming, never allow it, right? Coming from a, fam- a, a restaurant family, us having go. owned a restaurant, no, 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 because there's always something that you can do, and I mm-hmm. think that's the difference between jobs that uh, won't get eliminated and jobs that will. When is the person? When is the person more uh, valuable than than the mechanics? You know, well, for me, it's the- almost always that way, but. And that's not because I don't understand the technology. It's not because I can't work the technology. I just value human interaction. Well, I mean, like on larger scale, you know, like in in automation and in communication, you know, automating that, bots, you know, all of that. Yeah, I, I see that becoming more and more trend, you know. Well, and then, you know, you've got, because... Um, <laughs> Where was I? I was driving. Uh, where? Why was I going up north recently? And you know, going by was it Carvana? And you have car vending machines, and that just makes me laugh. I don't know funny. why. <laughs> just yeah. seeing a car vending machine. Right. I, okay. Anyway, I digress. But there was an experience at uh, at the Colby Calais. So, yeah, well, there, there right. was, a, it was an interesting experience. She and her team, fantastic. We'd love to do it again and again and again. And if I have any say over it, we will, because, you know, she should be seen. She's lovely and she sounds terrific. And every single song is a hit that she does. I mean, she just, she writes hits. Right. And her, her songs have meaning yeah there's there's they're deep they're um they they speak they have that you know i know they speak to me greatly yes so uh but so we had uh the client had them at a very small venue up in mill valley california lovely venue restaurant and and small music hall and bar uh and uh that was what was contracted for the event and they had a built-in stage and a production manager there. Uh, so it was work, it worked out great logistically. It was a really great place to have a concert. But I was, so let me preface this by saying, I usually don't surprise people and it's never my intention to surprise anyone and nor was it my intention to surprise anyone this time around, but Uh, I got there on Wednesday, the day before, and so did uh, Colby Colley's management team. Uh, And so we were in chatting with one another and we decided that, you know, we just wanted to go drop by the venue and see it because none of us had seen it. None of us had worked there. It wasn't a formal outing. We were just going to scope it out. I saw uh, that they had a concert that night. So I wasn't, ex- in fact, I was expecting when I got there that it would be mobbed and, you know, that we'd see very little, but we went. And, you know, I was just poking around and I wanted to see the room. And so I mentioned who I was and uh, somebody said to me, oh, yes, you have to talk with Maria, who's the gal that I had been emailing who wasn't responding to me at all prior to the date, who's the general manager. And uh, I, by the way, I emailed her several times. I called her several times. Finally, I just found my way around her because there was, she put us in touch with the production manager and I was like, okay, we'll just deal with him. But then he didn't include me, even though I kept saying, please let me know what you work out. So I'm clear, you know, I, I think they just didn't trust me, 
but it was my responsibility to make sure that we didn't spend too much money on production. I mean, you know, that's something that I am putting myself on the line in the contracting to confirm and I need to know what it's going to be. I don't, that's all I need to know, but they're keeping me out of the loop. So we went that night and uh, we talked to a few people and they were very nice. Meanwhile, it wasn't crowded at all. There was a sound check happening for a, a concert that was happening that was advertised for seven. This was like six o'clock. And there, there were maybe 10 people in the whole joint, including the restaurant. And most of them were workers. You know what I mean? There was like nobody there. So it wasn't a harried kind of environment. There wasn't anything going on. And I wasn't asking for anything, just, you know, poking around. Well, finally, this Maria gal comes over and she says, hi. And I said, hi, I introduced myself. And she, she, we engaged a little bit in some specifics. And then she said, well, I really don't like you showing up without letting me know. And I was like, okay, that's how we're going to play this. Uh, so I tried to smooth it over and I, you know, apologized for ruining her night but I said because I had to you know I tried to get in touch with you and I never got a response I I emailed you okay I was, we're gonna play that game so I just excused myself well she was horrid the entire next day to me um and so was the production manager to the point where I felt like I was persona non grata there. I was definitely, nobody wanted, I felt like they didn't want me there. And I was laughing with the client because at this point I'm letting the client know I'm not getting anywhere. So I need you to just make sure that they don't overcharge you for anything. Please let me know if you want me to look at anything because I'm, I'm not getting anywhere. Nobody's communicating with me and now they're treating me like garbage. And um, so, that's pretty much how they handled the entire time I was there. And unbelievable. it was really unbelievable because, uh, you know, I think you know, the client said to me was, I mean, we think they, they maybe wanted to book this themselves. Uh, and I don't know that they could have handled it because first of all, they didn't get the food out on time. And um, she seemed like she was not capable of handling much more than she already was with that sort of attitude that we got for no reason. No reason. And, and then, uh, you know, at the end of the concert, they wanted to do a picture with Colby Collet. This was the client wanted to do a picture, right? Right, right. The and client was, who's paying the venue, right? Right. I'm, I know these are, I'm stating the obvious, but yeah, I'm painting yeah, the picture. You know, this is all yeah. me wanting it. Right, exactly. So I, you know, we got that approved and there's this, it was a small audience under 50 people. So as when, that was one other thing I needed to scope out when I went on Wednesday was where can we, you know, do this picture? So uh, the Sage, obviously it's the best place to do it in this room because it gives you two levels and you can step... The only thing is after the show, we'd have to move the monitors. So after the show, I asked uh, the production manager, can we please move the two stage wedges back so that we can use it as you know, space for the picture? Well, he gave me such attitude. For two wedges. For two wedges that I would have moved myself. I didn't even care. You know, I just wanted them to have their picture. Um, that I finally broke and said, why is everything so hard? And he went out and moved the two monitors and they had their picture. But, you know, when I was in theater school, I little something in my throat. When I was in theater school, my impression of, of agents and guys like me was not very good. And, you know, I just sort of had this seedy impression of guys like me, you know, and so that's how they made me feel like I was doing something completely wrong and I shouldn't have had that business and they should have had it. Uh, 
they came to this conclusion on their own. They don't know what I was doing for the client. <coughs> Excuse me, but it's clear they felt that I shouldn't be there. Um, and it was just mind boggling to me because there was no reason for that. I, I don't, you know, I know I'm a lot to take, but I certainly don't walk in like, huh, oh. this is my, you know, I was like always with respect, always, you know, I'm in your house, you know, what can I do? How can I make this easier? Would you like to meet the artist? You know, I mean, I was really gracious. And when the nicer I was to her, the, the stranger her look to me got, she just sort of gave me that, like, she'd cringe her nose at me, literally. I, I was like, okay, I'm done. I, I, it was the oddest experience. I don't think I've ever, 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 and I've been doing this a long time, had an experience like that. And I'm, per, I'm, I'm not naming the venue in Mill Valley. That happens to be a musical. But you can look it up if you so feel the necessity. I will say that if you use it as a client, you will have no problem, except the food might be a little late. Um, and that's all I have to say about them, because it was so ungracious. I mean, it was, I felt like the big bad, you know. Uh, it's sad because it could have been a wonderful, and I know it was on many levels, and it could have been even a more wonderful experience all the way around for everybody. It's just an attitude shift. It's a deep breath and uh, nobody's taken anything away from me. Look what we get to do. We get to be a part of this concert with this amazing artist and our venue gets to be featured. And hey, look what this, this could bring more business to us and notoriety to us. But they exactly. chose- they chose another route. Yeah, they sure did. And not to diss them at all, but it's, it's, Colby was, their people were more, more interested in the sound than the lighting, but they brought in some dude who ran the board and they had a series of color LED lights as well as a an led or was it a neon sign behind the artist that you could also change the color of the neon and that's all that happened during that entire show that color kept changing and changing and changing the sign kept changing at one point, two parts, more than one time, two, it was in three sections, two sections of the sign were one color, the middle section was another color. I mean, it was like, somebody thinks this looks good, which means somebody doesn't know what they're doing because these are just, they're just looping these lights. And they're like, is he, why did he program this? Cause it's terrible. There was no purpose, it didn't, <laughs> further a story there was that did not add no, sounds it, like it just detracted oh for me it did i don't i mean and if you took pictures because it's at times there was a lot of yellow light at times there was green light i was like you don't ever put green light on people like come on so uh yeah that was the one and and her thing. people didn't say anything they didn't complain at all about that that's graciousness yeah that's graciousness. No, they didn't. Uh, they were really, really good about it. We have more shows coming up, though. I should yes. say I should say we because we are a company. But um, this is all D'Angelo's yeah. doing and D'Angelo's work uh, through his partnership with our Wayne, who's been on this show, Wayne Harth, who's been on the show with us, uh, and Kaleidoscope, and they are doing three drag shows that will occur during pride festivals. The first one is coming up in just a couple of weeks. It's June 4th and it's for LA pride. It's at the Lowe's Santa Monica and it's uh, drag me to the Lowe's. And then on June 16th for San Francisco Friday, they're at 
pride. Did I say San Francisco fried? That's what yeah. happens when you go to San Francisco pride. You get fried. <laughs> San, Fran San Francisco pride at the Weston St. Francis, lovely place on June 16th, dragged me to the St. Francis. And then in Chicago, Chicago, just two days wow. later, Chicago, lovely Chicago is just there. June 18th at the Fairmont, that's drag me to the Fairmont, June 18th in Chicago. That's what that's what D'Angelo has coming up. So if you're in those towns, you should see those shows and just check out uh, who's going to be in those shows. Because if you're a fan of drag, then you don't want to miss these shows. They're really, really well done. No, they're putting together a heck of a show. Really, yes, it's going to be spectacular. Sure spectacular. Spectacular. Uh, and on that note, I think we should sort of wrap it up. What do you think? Yeah. Let's, let's end on that happy note and all of D'Angelo's hard work and incredible creativity and mastery. Yes. Oh, and I do want to say one more thing about the drag. We have got to work with, oh my God, I can't think of her name right now. D'Angelo, help me. She is so good. And she, I feel like a fool because it was like right at the tip of my tongue. And she won last night. Jinx Monsoon. J-I-N-X-M-O-N soon. S-O-O-N. You have to look her up if you don't I know will. who she is. I will. Because she is an actress. They, I think I need to say, I think she's not binary. They are an actress. And unreal the range unreal and there was also a contestant on there this year who at one point did the best one of the best trumps i've ever heard seen it was immaculate it was so funny so these you know it's it's not the kind of drag that we had in the 70s you know where some of the queens could lip and perform but most of them just told raunchy jokes and made you feel piss poor about yourself um that was sort of what the humor was this is artistic drag and uh you know the performance level is a thousand times higher than it was in my day is this rupaul's drag that she won or they won Yes, RuPaul's okay. Drag Race. I didn't yes. haven't watched it this season. It's so much well, more fun when I can watch it with Ileana, and we just haven't been able to. Well, this is an all stars that we're talking about, and cool. and so it's fantabulous what we're seeing already. It's really incredible the detail, the art, art, artistry, the performance. It's really it's lovely. Lovely. Yes. Well, and everything they do from makeup to costume design, to creating a show, to being able to perform off the cuff. It's a, it's a, I don't even, it, it's what a, I had, it's more than a triple threat. It's an everything threat. It's an everything threat. It's an everything threat. It really is. Cause they design their own, well, some of them make their own costumes. Mm -hmm. Some of them now sing Trixie, uh, Mateo. I mean, incredible, incredible singer. I mean, and so, you know, they're, they're very diverse. And I, I can see some of them having television shows even beyond what they're doing today with characters that are defined and vulnerable and, you know, loved by the mm -hmm. public. It'll be nice to see that go more mainstream instead of them being, you know, uh, secondary characters, side characters. I look forward to the day where it's, do you know what I'm saying? Am I making yeah. sense? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, absolutely. More mainstream, you know. More mainstream. Are, Just, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I totally agree. All right, kids. Well, that's it for today. Uh, we hope to engage with you again someday soon. If you enjoyed us, please Give us five stars on Apple Podcasts uh, or just keep listening to us. Tell your friends about us. If you have any questions for us, please 
contact us at bolada.com. Just look for the podcast app and leave your message there. We'll be sure to mention it on the show. All right. Please. That's it for us. Say goodbye. 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 Stay engaging. Goodbye. I need some baby love.